You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Today, I'm here to help with your questions about falling asleep and staying asleep. Before we get to our listeners' questions, let me first give you a little bit of background on today's topic, sleep. Everyone wants to get a good night's sleep, and there's nothing more frustrating than having trouble falling asleep or having interrupted sleep when you wake up in the middle of the night and can't get back to sleep. There's been a tremendous rise in the number of people experiencing sleep difficulties of many different kinds. Loss of sleep has specifically risen in the setting of the fears, the losses, and stresses associated with the COVID pandemic. So much so that sleep specialists have a special name for this, COVID somnia. Less than seven to nine hours of sleep a night causes difficulty with your memory, with concentration, with mood, and even with your immunity, an important point when you think about the fact that we're in a pandemic. Besides feeling lousy, it's important for your mental and your physical health to treat insomnia. Given that it's January, one of the darkest and coldest months, in the middle of an ongoing pandemic, it's not a surprise that one of the most common questions I get has to do with some form of COVID insomnia. So let's get to it and see, how can I help? Here's question one. Hi, Dr. Saltz. I try to go to sleep at a reasonable hour, but the minute my head hits the pillow, my mind starts racing with terrible worries about whether I or someone I love will get COVID, whether my job will keep me on through 2021, and how much socialness in school my kids are missing. I just can't fall asleep, and the next day, I'm exhausted. What can I do? Well, as I mentioned earlier, this is a really common and ever-increasing problem right now. 
And worries do tend to happen at night. The reason for that is the minute your head hits the pillow, you don't have something else distracting you. And when you don't have other thoughts, what you have to get done during the day or what you're paying attention to and your mind is left to wander, it's a very common time for the worries to really creep in. And as worries creep in, they make your mind and your body feel more anxious. And when your body feels anxious, it is less relaxed and therefore has difficulty going to sleep. What you want to do is the hour before you go to bed, try to create as much relaxation in your mind and your body as possible. We typically don't do this, right? A lot of people are maybe watching the news or scrolling on their phone or looking at their tweets in the hour before they go to bed. But I would really advise you in this hour to remove all screens as much as possible for two reasons. One is that blue light, which is something that is emitted from screens, all screens really, tends to stimulate us. It's a light that says to our brains, time to be awake, avoiding your phone, your tablet, and even the TV. Although if you're at least, let's say six feet, especially even maybe 12 feet from your TV, then the blue light is less of a factor, but the content is still a big factor. So staying away from news particularly, but anything that's arousing or could arouse worry in the hour before bedtime is a good idea. Next, I'm going to advise you to really try to regulate your sleep schedule. It's very common, particularly in these times when people are working from home and you have to not necessarily get up at a regular time or go to sleep, therefore, at a regular time to have an erratic schedule. But that makes going to sleep more difficult. So try to set yourself a regular bedtime and set your alarm for a regular wake-up time. It takes about a week or two to create a situation where your mind gets used to or basically commits to a certain circadian rhythm, a time to go to sleep, a time to wake up. And you have to impose that on yourself to create that circadian rhythm and make it easier, therefore, to go to sleep when you are going to sleep. Another thing you can do to help with circadian rhythm is when you do get up, let's say you set your alarm for 7.30, sometime in the two to three hours after you've gotten up, go outside and get some sunlight. It might not even be that sunny. It doesn't matter if there's cloud cover, but the point is to get some rays from the sun, which actually helps set your circadian rhythm if done in the hour or two after you wake up. So this is really important as well. Even just 30 minutes can be a help. Another important factor for sleep hygiene, which again will help you to go to sleep once you lay down, is to keep your bed only for sleep or for sex. Why is that? Because your mind starts to associate your bed with certain things. They can be positive, like sleep and sex, hopefully, or they can be negative, like I'm doing work in my bed, or I'm lying here not going to sleep in my bed and worrying. And then it becomes an unpleasant place to be. Try to only have sleep time or sex in your bed and don't work in your bed or on your bed. Don't spend huge amounts of time watching news on your bed. And frankly, if you're lying down and not sleeping, I'm going to advise you to not spend more than 15 minutes lying awake before you get up 
and do something that's an activity. The activity should be something kind of boring and relaxing, like maybe reading a book, maybe listening to soothing music, even just walking around your apartment. But lying in your bed for more than 15 or 20 minutes is actually going to make you feel, as you're asking me this question, anxious, uncomfortable, miserable, which tends to churn you up more, which actually makes it, again, harder to go to sleep. So get up, move around. Don't worry that you're not sleeping. Go back to sleep after you've walked around or read your book and feel a little more relaxed and like you're tired. Then get back in your bed. These are all methods that you can use to create what's called good sleep hygiene, which helps set your clock, makes it easier to go to sleep. Keep the room dark. Keep the room cool. Turn your clock around so that you're not staring at it and try to keep it as sound-free as is possible. Then people will ask me, well, shouldn't I just take maybe a sleep medication to go to sleep? The answer is maybe. If you're having weeks of problems with insomnia, it's possible that a sleep medication would help you, but it's not a no-brainer, meaning there are always potential side effects from medications, even non-addictive sleep medications, of which there are numerous types. So a sleep medication can help you have quick onset to sleep, which can be a very good thing. It shouldn't be used for a very long time. It's supposed to be used in order to help you set your circadian rhythm and get you sleeping and get you rested, but not indefinitely used. But of course, sleep medications can potentially have side effects such as in the middle of the night behaviors that you're unaware of, eating, moving around, sleepwalking, sleep activity. You really only want to use sleep medication if you truly need it, which is a discussion you should have with your doctor. But there are things you can take that are not that kind of medication. For example, melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone that your body naturally produces and it rises about two hours before you usually go to sleep. It helps relax you and it helps initiate the onset of sleep. And even though you are undoubtedly having a normal rise, hopefully in melatonin, sometimes adding extra melatonin can help with the onset of sleep. Again, it's not something that you want to use indefinitely, but it is something that can help you if you take it two hours before bedtime, so acting like your natural body, not taking a huge amount, one to three milligrams is enough. And again, if you're pregnant, if you're breastfeeding, if you have a seizure disorder, depression, high blood pressure, diabetes, or an autoimmune disorder, it's probably not advisable. But if you don't fit in one of those categories, using melatonin for one to two months to set your sleep and to actually get well rested and then to taper off and see if you've attained your own circadian rhythm is actually a safe and healthy thing to do. How can I help with Dr. Gail Saltz? We'll be back after this short break. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Here's our second question. I'm so exhausted at night, I fall asleep right away, but I often wake up around 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., unable to fall back asleep. My thoughts start racing and I am up. The more upset I get about not falling back asleep, the more awake I am. This is getting worse and worse. Please help. General high anxiety during the day can present as waking up during the night and feeling anxious. Your mind feeds your body and your body feeds back to your mind. So when you are anxious for a good chunk of the day, your sympathetic nervous system stays on overdrive and keeps adrenaline pumping and makes you feel generally jittery and nervous. And the thoughts that come along with that, which is you're describing, are a bunch of worries. So it's not unusual, unfortunately, when you're anxious to wake up in the middle of the night because you are, frankly, not sleeping that deeply. You are over-aroused in terms of anxiety, and that presents as an awakening and then a flood of anxious thoughts. Another problem that can cause nighttime awakening is that many people who are anxious during the day will have a drink of alcohol of some sort in the evening to, quote, relax. And while it's true that alcohol actually fits in the class of drug that does relax you in the evening and may even make it feel like it helps you to go to sleep more quickly, 
it actually causes more nighttime awakenings because in fact, during the night, you are essentially withdrawing from the alcohol. It causes you to potentially wake up and alcohol is known to what's called interrupt your sleep architecture, meaning it may help you have the shallower forms of sleep, but it interrupts the ability to move into the deeper forms of sleep. And so you wake up in the middle of the night and you have anxious thoughts. When you wake up with those anxious thoughts, your instinct is to fight the worry, to say, no, that can't be true, or maybe I can come up with a solution in my mind so that I can fix it right now. And that answering of the worries or that fighting with the worries actually provides positive feedback that keeps the worries coming. The more that you fight with them, the stronger they feel. So even though it might feel like what you should be doing is problem solving or fighting with them, you actually kind of want to do the opposite, which is to allow the worry to be there or the anxious thought to be there and let it float. Let it just be present as if, if you could imagine that worry is a cloud or on a cloud and it's floating, it's sitting there, you can't get rid of it, but it's just kind of passing by. Because the more that you accept and allow the presence of the worry without struggling with it or answering it, over time, the more that worry will diminish. That's the way you to approach it at night. And what can help with that is to use some relaxation techniques when you wake up. Those can be, for example, progressive deep muscle relaxation, where you squeeze each muscle group in your body to a count of five and then relax it, starting with your feet, moving to your legs, to your body, to your arms, even to your face and head. Muscle relaxation calms your body and actually that will help calm your mind and it's giving you something to think about that doesn't have to do with the worries. Another technique could be haste deep breathing, something that does take a little practice But basically, you want to be breathing in your nose to a count of five and out your mouth to a count of seven. Toward the end of that breath, the exhale causes your heart rate to decrease a little bit, which causes your body to relax. And again, that's something one can focus on that doesn't have anything to do with the worries that you feel are plaguing you. If alcohol is in the picture, I would advise you to decrease or even avoid your alcohol intake at night altogether, at least until you get this problem solved. A very little amount of alcohol probably won't be a major problem, but if you're drinking more, then you'll want to taper back little by little each night until you're having either very little or none. And again, think about your sleep hygiene. Does your room have cooler temperatures? Are you having no light? so that if you do wake up, you're not aroused by the light in the room? Did you turn the clock around so that when you wake up in the middle of the night, you're not looking at the time and then start worrying about what time it is and how long you're not going back to sleep? Using these techniques of focusing on your body and being in sync with your body will help you to relax and fall back asleep. One other thing I want to suggest if this has really become a chronic problem for you are two ideas that fall in the realm of cognitive behavioral therapy. Some of them are things you can do for yourself, and some of them are things that you might want to talk with a sleep specialist about. 
One is the concept of sleep restriction. The idea is basically everybody has a different amount of efficiency in sleep. Efficiency is how much you're actually sleeping divided by how much time you're spending in bed. You're spending a lot of time in bed trying to sleep, i.e. staying awake, then you have very inefficient sleep. And that's what people end up feeling is insomnia. But you improve your efficiency by basically logging for about a week how much sleep, not how much time in bed, but how much sleep you're actually getting. And then you take that number of hours, let's say it's five, and you stay in bed for only five hours of night until you are sleeping the majority of that, at least let's say 85% of that. And then you're going to add 15 minutes. Every time you get up to 85% of your total goal, you're going to add 15 minutes. What is this doing? This is actually, in a way, restricting how much time you can sleep and your body gets a little tired and will be more efficient about dropping off to a deeper sleep and staying in that sleep. This actually really helps a lot of people to develop a much better sleep pattern. Now, I do want to say that if you're sleeping fewer than four hours, you never want to go under four hours in this practice. So it's always going to be above that. And the plan is that you want to bring it up 15 minutes until you get to a number that feels good, let's say somewhere between seven and nine hours, and you're maintaining an 85 to 90% sleep efficiency. Cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia can be very helpful for people. You need to do this with a psychologist or psychiatrist who does practice CBT for sleep. And basically, the techniques have to do with examining your thoughts around sleep, correcting incorrect thoughts, which tend to be worry thoughts about sleep, and practicing and learning relaxation techniques that will help you go to sleep and stay asleep. Most people are able to do this for eight to 10 sessions and really treat their insomnia. So these are techniques that one can use that don't have to do with taking medications and can be super helpful. I hope that was helpful. Here are some things to remember to get the good night's sleep you deserve. Generally speaking, if you're struggling to sleep, whether at the start of the night or in the middle, avoid lying in bed for more than 15 to 20 minutes. If you're still awake, get up and do something. Read a book, no screens, listen to music, walk around the house. When you feel tired again, lie back down. Being endlessly miserable in bed starts a negative association with your bed. So avoid looking at your clock. And remember, worries at night are common content, but that doesn't make them important content. So try to accept and not fight with them. If the problem persists, consider talking to a sleep specialist for a few sessions of CBT sleep therapy. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at SenecaWomen.com. All senders remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? with me, Dr. Gail Saltz. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.